This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time, Time Live. Live. This week, it is the Battle of the Yakuza games as I have my first ever versus review. It is Yakuza Like a Dragon versus the Yakuza spinoff, Judgment. How are they both? Which one do I like better? Find out all this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select Start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up. Game on. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Honestly, Welcome to the next chapter of our life, literally. Um, you know, we're 22 days into the new year yet. I feel like January 20th was truly a new year and it's going to be interesting. You know, what will happen this year? What is, it's going to be a slow burn to a better day. <laughs> I can tell you that, but it, it's going to take all of us to make it a better day. So, you know, with everything that has happened just recently with the inauguration and the messages that came out from that, I hope that we all take a time to really ponder on everything that was happening on there. If you had a chance to watch it, if you didn't definitely go out of your way to check it out on social media in general. But, you know, everything that has happened there is a message there. We need to all work together to make it better. And uh, let's do it, man. Let's just do it. So I digress. Getting all that out of the way in this new chapter of life that we have in an all new episode of Select Start. We're not going to have too much news due to the events of the inauguration. It wasn't too much news going on, like anything big enough to really talk about in terms of gaming news. Uh, it really slowed down. A lot of things slowed down in entertainment in general. Uh, so it, it won't be much, but it gave me the opportunity to do something different with the reviews that I do and I'm doing what is considered my first ever versus review. So I'm going to review two games at once, but also I'm going to compare them to each other. And the reason why I'm doing it because they are two games based on the same universe and based on the same company, you know, uh, and pretty much I've been playing Yakuza games for quite a long time and uh they have all been awesome technically i feel like they are the predecessor of what yu suzuki has put together in, in the form of uh shinmu but they came around and made it better <laughs> they did everything that shinmu did but just made it so much better and i tell you what man it, it's it's uh the yakuza series has been nothing short of awesome and i am looking forward to reviewing their latest edition which is like a dragon which is taken uh after the events of everything that has happened with uh kazuma kiryu and now we have a new protagonist in here as well along with a, a bunch of side characters that are along with it in a whole new type of way ryaku ga uh, goto ku studios 
was able to put together i mean they they uh their their dragon engine is one of the most renowned engines out there creating the entire city and, and country of japan in one setting and let alone tokyo a bunch of other different places it's such an awesome experience if you you know for those who've never had a chance like myself to ever go to japan and god knows i really want to um yakuza you know the yakuza series really takes you there it really takes you there and gets you an understanding and not only that it does so from the years of what that what that country has been about like it dated it dates back to like the 90s on to now i think that's the first the, the, the furthest uh in timeline that is going back to uh which is like around the 90s and then it you know now it's pretty much caught up with the modern times uh both judgment and like a dragon are more the timeline of the stories are more modern now so now they're up with smartphones and all that type of thing they but back when kazuma kiryu was out and they were doing from like one to six it wasn't it wasn't the case so we got to see the story of uh kiryu but now we're seeing a whole new story what um ichiban now so and then also we got judgment with yagami in there as well so we're going to compare and contrast both because they're two even though they are all based in the yakuza universe of japan they're two very contrasting games but i want to compare them in terms of you know graphics character development um presentation because believe it or not it's all both the dragon engine but they you know the company did two different things with these engines and in terms of gameplay and look and tone and and, and ambiance i mean so we're going to talk about all that see which one i thought was the better game they're both rpgs but one is a traditional turn base and the other one is a action base and then you have the stories and everything too so there's a lot to be compared so we're going to compare the two uh and see which one i like uh see you know what i think of them see which one i like best and stuff like that but before i do all that uh, I do want to talk about the, I mean, the only news I could really talk about is that pre-orders have come in for a, a couple games that I was interested in. And one of which, and I mentioned this before was the upcoming, uh, monster hunter game, monster hunter rise, which is one of the two games that is set to be coming out soon. This one is available for all systems. And I believe that the later one that is coming out, I think that's going to be a new gen console exclusive so i don't believe that uh nintendo switch will be getting that one because i think they're up in the ante on that one and that one i think is going to be heavy story based so i'm hoping that will kind of go out of the tradition of monster hunter but monster hunter rise came out or it's out for pre-order now it's not out yet it's coming out i think uh march i believe it was said it was coming out um so you had that and then there's another game that is out now for wrestling fans and that is wrestling empire by longtime indie developer D uh, m dickey so we're gonna i'm gonna probably talk more deeper about that one than i will monster hunter but i i will say that i i tried to demo out especially with monster hunter because i've mentioned this in the past how i always try to give monster hunter a chance and just to try to see what's the big lore about it and there's some incredible things about that game series it's a very popular game series in japan like religiously uh, i have a brother-in-law who religiously plays the games uh 
and would have huge deep in-depth conversations with me about the game but for me as i'm playing it it, it, I can't get that invested in it. I think a lot of the reasons why is because I'm a fan of narrative. I'm a fan of storytelling. And the past Monster Hunter games lacked any type of real story development or character development. What I did like is that it allowed you to, you know, create your own characters and everything. And I believe you can still do the same for this, although the demo did not allow you to do that. What they did was they gave you the opportunity to play different cast, uh, you know, different cast of characters um, with their own different weaponry and skill set and whatnot. So you didn't really have an opportunity to have a, you know, it was this wasn't one of those demos with the creative uh, suite options that you can use and you'd be able to forward which i really wish they did because i would love to see how the creative suite aspect of it was but once i got into it you know they go through and you know allow you to learn how to use or play the game if you haven't played the game uh before for newbies which i have so i i, I know the just of what i'm getting myself into but they have some new techniques as well including the ability to control certain monsters and be able to use them in battle and such like that so that's a new thing and then there's a whole ninja theme and aspect to this as well that's what really kind of drew me and there's always something that draws me in to these monster hunter games but then upon playing them i lose interest and i didn't want to jump into it so i'm really glad that they did provide a demo this time around because if not, I would not know that I'm still not that invested into this game. Um, one of the things that I really, that really fell off for me with this is that like, well, the positives of this game is that it's always beautifully, beautifully designed, um, right from the character models to the uh, environments, the stages, everything It's beautiful, very well detailed, extremely, uh, uh, extreme attention to detail. But then, it tends to be a bit slow paced because you don't really have a direction to go to. You're just doing stuff for the sake of doing it. It's more of a sim. It, it is honestly more of a simulation than anything. But this one does have a storyline. But when I played it, it was still slow paced. I mean, in terms of like controlling your character around the 3D environment, it just felt sluggish in a way uh the weapons of choice were okay as well uh but i i didn't really get into it they work a lot of physics to these so like honestly you're a small dude carrying a extremely over the top huge weapon so it's gonna you know it's gonna carry some weight and you know unlike other anime like you know games or even anime itself where you have somebody like cloud strife who has an enormously big sword but for some reason due to his mako energy he lifts that sword like as light as a feather <laughs> and that that's usually the case with most of them not monster hunter monster hunter if you have a heavy object rest assured that that's going to take a lot of stamina out of you and stuff like that so they also have that and i don't the stamina factor too plays a major factor because when you're moving around and if you choose to run or whatever, you have to take account that your stamina is on the line. So this, it, it, there's a lot of attention to detail and in-depth in terms of um, when it comes to your controlling your characters and 
it, it has a very Breath of the Wild type of feel. I, I shouldn't say Breath of the Wild. Like, Breath of the Wild mostly can say it, a lot of it is taken from the elements of Monster Hunter. Because Monster Hunter's been doing this for years. Way before that game. But what I can say to Breath of the Wild is that they did it better. Because one, a few things. One, it's not, it's it's deep, but not too deep. It's fun to play. It's a lot, you know, frame rate wise and, and, and movement wise and animation, it's a lot faster. Uh, when you face an enemy, there's a health gauge that tells you how far you are at beating the enemy. And that's been one of my biggest pet peeves about playing Monster Hunter is the lack of gauge. And I know they want you to have this real world feel and experience, but damn it, give us an option to at least be able to have a health gauge that shows the health of the enemy that you're facing. Cause there are times you can face the biggest monster and the bigger the monster, the longer the task of defeating that monster. So you don't know when you're beating this game. You just you're beating this monster. You just know that you're in it for a long run. You gotta tweak their uh their legs or whatever to get them down there is a certain way that you know that they're winning because of the way that certain things spark up during battle but you don't know that for like it could be i've heard battles go for like at least a half hour or more because of this experience and that to me it's like all right i love playing these games but it i, I can't feel like that i've been in this game for a long time i need to be so immersed that i need to suspend my uh you know suspend my disbelief and not even realize that i've been playing this game for a long time i've played games where i don't realize the time frame that has been about because i'm so into it and it, it allows me to be immersed into the game monster hunter for me has not been those games i can tell you a, 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 a an alternative a substitute for this and that's always been the god eater series for me the God Eater series is way more fast paced in terms of um, animation and frame rate. They, it's a lot more fun to play. They have a narrative. They have a gauge for each monster that you fight. And you do. there's a faster way of knowing. It, it, it's boom, boom, boom. And I love that experience. It has a lot of, like the stages may not be as big as Monster Hunter is, but the, the gameplay it's deep but not too deep and this is one of the things that i recall when i was looking at the um the the aew games show on youtube with kenny omega on there he was explaining about what he wanted to see in the aew game and what he was aiming for him and sin sophia uh not sin sophia is it no it's uh him and yukes um was trying to aim for when they're making the AEW game by making an experience that is not so deep that you that the fun is being taken out of it but deep enough and yet simple enough that it could be fun and engaging at the same time so they're trying to create that balance when it comes to games like monster hunter i think it's too it's too heavy on the simulation side and not enough on the fun side so not everybody is going to be into it. That's that's why Monster Hunter for ages has been, you know, nothing more than a, a cult following game because only a, a, a minority amount of people like it. But it's enough th that they could keep making these games for the most part. But it doesn't it doesn't appeal to a wider range of gamers out there like there's still like for casual gamers, you won't be able to get into this game. 
it's just way too deep there's so much to you know to encounter so much that you have to you know keep track of and everything it's like you have to make this game your life and in this day and age there's so many games out there you know a lot of people a lot of times don't want to invest in just one game experience and if they do that game experience has to be so much fun it has to balance out the the playability it has to balance out the um attraction of it you know in, in a way of you know why am i doing this it has to have purpose and a lot of times the monster hunter games to me never really had purpose and i'm not saying that it that you know because it didn't work for me it's not going to work for everybody else but i'm i can say that it, it doesn't work for everybody in this case um so i'm i'm still i'm still not going to give up on this i'm still going to try to play it i will admit that upon playing it i was kind of dozing off sleeping when i was playing the demo but i will keep trying again see it see my way through it see how it is but right now it 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 just feels every bit as overwhelming and and uninviting as all the other ones have and i i don't know i said that i wasn't gonna ever invest in a monster hunter game again because i've played so many versions the version that had the metroid uh, samus suit played it try to get it but never got the samus suit I take note there was the other one with the ryu suit there was the other one with the strider suit got all of those versions never got a chance to play that game through and even get those um those uh incentives if you will you know so it's like yeah i can't i just can't i just can't and it's, it's a game that's like 59.99 i i can't see myself really wanting to invest um so deeply into that situation so I'm I'm still gonna give it a try. I'm not gonna give up. We still got ways and days away from the release date of that. So who knows? We'll see. But I'll just keep that on the side for now. The other game that I want to mention is Wrestling Empire by longtime indie developer M. Dickey. This studio has been making games, in particular wrestling simulation games, dating back to 2000, 2001. And is a popular it is popular within a cult level of gamers and wrestling fans who had the chance to play their series of wrestling game uh, simulators that gives you a real world feel on how to own maintain and book a wrestling promotion and virtually every aspect that it entails the simulation the simulators never provided at the time any 3d graphics or visuals uh other than pictures and familiar faces of familiar faces in the wrestling world that can uh that you can acquire and hire to basically be in your company you can, you can recruit them you know you could be tony khan you could be vince mcmahon in this case um whoever the hell owns impact or an roh at these days um so you could be that guy and it just gave you because every once in a while if you every time a you know wwe 2k game would come out and they would every once in a while have a a promoter's mode or i forgot what they used to call it a booker's mode or something like that where you can book your own event you know but the details wasn't as deep as an m dicky game like m dicky is famously known for making sure to have every aspect of the business side of wrestling in there so you can understand how a business is run in its in, in its minute detail so they were that's where they struck gold at but they never had a chance to do a 3d version of that or even give us a 3d graphic game that will allow you to 
not only book the actual experience, but actually play and interact in that and that means of being able to do it. And now we got games that do that now. So um, the problem here is that why the simulation was highly regarded as one of the most in-depth uh, ever in wrestling game history. It also lacked the pageantry and presentation that fans really want. They lacked the budget. Obviously, you could tell they lacked a budget that, you know, a, you know, that of WWE or WCW at the time. And it appears that is still the case with their latest edition, Wrestle Empire, which is now made for the Nintendo Switch as well as the um, Android and iOS. So this while this is a major upgrade in terms of actually having 3D models in a game, uh, it does lack an so many other areas the look of the game is very reminiscent to the beloved aki classics like wrestlemania 2000 uh wcw versus the world and virtual pro wrestling like so it's like it has the look of the nintendo 64 it, it, that that's the look not perfect and, and you know however that's where it really stops in comparison uh it looks like it but damn sure doesn't play like it upon playing the demo to this, uh, you soon realize that the game's control scheme lacks so much uh, when it you know when it comes to fluidity. Like the movements of the characters are very slow paced, hard to really control and navigate around. Um, the collision detection is terrible. Um, you don't feel like you really have any true control of your character or other or other characters that you're facing. Like and, and honestly, like this is. If you played any other game out there, any wrestling game, I can even tell you the worst game has better uh, fluid controls than this. And even just moving the character. Um, this game had the potential to be something like fun and cool. But even from just playing the demo, you can like see and feel that this game is not the wrestling game fans want or even deserve. Wrestling Empire could be compared to like a backyard wrestling event by you that that you hold for yourself and your friends with no budget and a ring that falls apart the minute that you take your first bump, like it's made of cardboard or something like that. Um, with M. Dickey's years of you know producing wrestling games, you would have thought that they or he or whoever is in charge of this would have found ways to evolve the game, like even maybe hire other like. All right, you got Mike Herman of Retro Soft Games. He's never done a game before, ever. He's like, seriously, he's never, ever, you know, worked on a wrestling game before, let alone any game. And to this day, this man has hired other people. He's he's done all the he, he's done all the right things that he can do to try to make a really good first game and make a first impression. M. Dickey has been out since 2001, and I've played both the M. Dickey simulation games, and I've played the earliest of early games from uh, of Retromania Wrestling. And let me tell you, that game was more sound and concrete than this Wrestling Empire game. So I can't. I, I don't know what to tell you on that note. Um, with them, like I said, the years of producing this game, they, they should have absolutely evolved by now. 
like i don't understand why you didn't hire anybody else to do this um game and add more to it to you know make a better engine for you like of course you couldn't do the aki engine you don't have the rights it's probably it's guaranteed possibly trademarked by um you know sin sophia or whoever or the um or um the creator of that system you know it, it's it's but you can still find a way you can still find a way in some case like like i said mike herman has trying to create something as close but different from which you've played in other games before during this 2d you know uh experience that he's making so i i i can't understand why this you know this guy's been out this company has been out for a very long time over a over a decade doing these games simulation games is probably easy to do but you know trying to translate it into a 3d form i'm sure it's, it's not the easiest thing to do but you have to and and it, it's gotten as far as it did doing what it's doing like it's a great test game but not not for the price that they're asking for um i, I hate to say it but even you know what's even worse about this is that I still play WWE 2K18 on a Switch, and that game, in comparison, is a more solid experience than Wrestling uh, Empire. No joke. Now I'm I'm saying that legit as can be. Like people have said, have said how bad WWE 2K games is, and it is. And I can't play every aspect of that game. Like if you play WWE 2K18 on just the universe mode itself it's a solid game experience if you try to play that crappy story mode that game may crash <laughs> but the the creative suite in 2k18 the visuals which they finally patched up after a few patches um and everything else other than that is actually a more solid game experience so in comparison like honestly this is still to this day the standard that people have to go by is is wwe 2k18 when it comes to the switch like we don't have unless you compare that to like the original pro wrestling which you could play on nintendo online or the other 2d wrestling game classics on you know um that you could play on nintendo online um there are few other little smaller wrestling games but nothing like that to the quality of what we're looking for we still haven't gotten the news of aew games coming to the switch but kenny and the bucks have claimed that it's going to be on every console so we'll see but for now wwe 2k18 unfortunately is still the standard barrier bearer of the of the games that we that we're playing right now in terms of wrestling games so it's sad but wrestling empire i can easily say just from this demo of the rest of the game plays like that and and let alone looks like that that's one thing but plays like that there's no way in the world that I, I can see myself playing it. I mean, the game is available for on the Switch for $19.99. Like I said, it's also available on the iOS and the Android devices as well. But honestly, $19.99 to me for what I've played in that demo didn't convince me that $19.99 was worth the price of what this thing does. The price is way too high, in my opinion. I think it should be cut in half that is a t what I played was a $10 game experience and not a 1999 game experience. And I, I, I don't know. I, I just like that's there. This is damn near the same price as Retromania Wrestling. And look what Retromania Wrestling is providing. It is giving us actual characters 
actual wrestlers from the wrestling industry. They're giving us, you know, all this cool bells and whistles with it. Um, it is giving us the old experience that we all love about this game. That game, I believe, is, I think, 25, maybe. I think it's 25. I forgot because I pre-ordered it ages ago. I think it's like 25, maybe 30 for the uh, extra pack or whatever like that. But that, to me, is like, and, and there's a lot of effort being put in there. I know exactly what RetroSoft Studios have been doing. I know exactly what they had to do. He's kept it transparent, which when he comes back on the show, we got to talk about that because that's something that I don't think he gets enough credit for. But he's been very transparent on the process of the game. So you know exactly what you're getting when it comes out. So, um, yeah, if anybody, I assume if anybody buys this game, even playing the demo, it's just because they, they really, really just want to play a game experience. This game to me right now is unfortunately, I can say even from the demo, is a cash grab. I'm glad that they did the demo, but I am also disappointed that they didn't put a lot more effort into making this game what it could possibly be. And it is a solid gameplay experience. So maybe if they make some major patchwork down the line, I may invest in it in this. But the demo did not convince me to fork out 20 bucks for this at all. So, I mean, I'm an I'm not a person who will make excuses or use confirmation bias to justify anything. I think as a consumer, and I think gamers need to start thinking in terms of, you know, investing in these games from a consumer mindset, because that's exactly what we are. We're not just gamers. We are consumers at the end of the day. And every consumer should have the value of the dollar that they invest in. As a consumer and a gamer, I feel as a consumer, this is not worth the money. I think as a gamer, my gameplay experience will be wasted when I can use it for something else. So that's just something to consider on that new. And hopefully, maybe down the line, it, it will be better. Maybe. I mean, they lasted this long in the industry and they managed to make it to the Nintendo Switch. But this is something I could definitely say will not make it on any Nindy's um, showcase. I can I can rest assured. I can absolutely rest assured that. So, folks, that will do it for this segment. I'm going to take a break, come back, and we're going to have our first versus review with Yakuza Like a Dragon versus Judgment. Which one is the best and how did they all fare individually? We'll find out right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live!
gentlemen, welcome to the final stage of this program. I am normally reviewing one game every single episode, but we're going to change it up this week. We're going to do my first ever versus review. So I'm going to put one game up against the other. We're going to review both games and then I'm going to determine which one I thought was better in terms of better overall gameplay experience here. So we have Yakuza Like a Dragon, which came out last year, uh, available on the PlayStation 4 and 5, as well as the Xbox One and Xbox X, uh, Series X and Series S as well. Um, which was highly regarded as one of the best RPGs of 2020. It was only uh, it was nominated for a game award as well, but beat out by Final Fantasy VII Remake, respectfully so. But doesn't mean that that game wasn't great in its own right, and we're going to talk about that more. It is going up against 2018's Judgment, which is in fact a spinoff to the Yakuza series as well. Uh, both of them technically are spinoffs of the Yakuza series but because it's you know based on the more modern era of that universe it is still within but it doesn't involve the original protagonist which was uh Kazuma Kiryu uh, uh who's been on since one to six plus I think of uh, some other spinoffs as well like it, believe, believe it or not like Judgment is not the first spinoff of Yakuza in fact there were a couple there were two games that came out for the playstation uh portable the psp uh way back uh i've owned both of those games i actually still own those games because they're in my uh, my japanese uh account so uh they were great they were great for what it was they were kind of like they weren't op open world they were more like kind of unimusha style where they had the 2d background with the 3d models just walking around or like resident evil was back then the original so it's kind of playing off of that but there were other you know you know yakuza spinoffs from there but this is the first but because i've i've been playing yakuza like a dragon deeply uh, i've been also playing judgment uh, recently i decided i want to compare and contrast the two based on the overall gameplay experiences so we're going to cover a lot of different categories stories characters uh character development uh presentation all of that so by the end i'll give you an individual grade for each but also which one i thought was the better of the two so it, but i can tell you this there's a lot to offer on both of them you know it's it's really funny because both of these games which was uh published by sega of course this is a, uh, a a sega stable if you will like along with sonic and all that um but also developed by ryuga gotoku uh studios who also are the are company that created the infamous dragon engine which is the engine that creates the world of japan for those who like myself have never been to japan yet you can kind of get a little bit of a uh, sneak pre uh, kind of a preview of what it entails and what i love about it is that both games provide a, di a different atmosphere uh even though it's using the same exact engine and it's really cool how they did this but what's really interesting and i gotta look this up i honestly gotta look this up because with yak what the yakuza series has done is made a better Shinmu game. Everything that you see in any of these Yakuza games are basically the it's the it's the basic template of Shinmu, and they just modified it, gave it a new coat of paint, and did so much more with it. 
And then when you look at Yakuza 3 in comparison, you can see the contrast. You could, like this Yak Shinmu 3 is what happens when you don't work with Sega. That's what I got out of playing that game. And it's 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 amazing how far and it was even crazier is that you know all the yakuza games pay kind of homage and tribute to yu suzuki who created this entire type of you know platform he is one of the innovators of open world games and i it's it's crazy i somehow some way i gotta start researching and looking it up because i think i find that incredibly interesting that yu suzuki had nothing really to do with this in a sense of you know um putting in his two cents but also they were able to make his use his template and just create something really extravagant and then also you got to also think shinmu 3 came out and it had sega was had nothing to do with that title and you can see the difference between the two but i digress let's get down to business here let's talk about stories between the two i'll start with yakuza like a dragon here here you got ichiban uh kasuga, kasuga who is a grunt member of a low-ranking Tojo clan faction known as the Arakawa family in Tokyo. Ichiban faces an 18-year prison sentence after he took the fall for a crime he didn't commit. Jeez, story of mine. His loyalty to the family made it uh, made it easy an easy decision for Ichiban, believing that he they would take care of him once he's uh, once his sentence is due. Unfortunately, after his 18-year sentence, he discovered things have changed dramatically, uh, including his hair. Not only, you know, did he, uh, not only did no one wait for him to, uh, when he was released, which is a traditional thing, but then, you know, the laws change after 18 years and, you know, Yakuza can no longer pick up their former members in the group. And I, that was, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a lot more to that situation he also learned that his clan was destroyed by the one man and boss he trusted and that is masami um masami uh arakawa played by none other than george takei uh absolutely fantastic performance on his part we'll talk about more of that too uh ichiban now is clandestine to find answers to why his former boss deserted him and destroyed the once beloved yakuza family in doing so he teams up with a group of characters uh with their own stories and path in order to learn more about why the arakawa uh why arakawa uh betrayed him and his clan i want to note in this very interesting game this is a turn this game is also note the first ever turn-based rpg game in the yakuza series uh uh, but i want to note that ichiban is a hardcore gamer and this is part of his story as part of his background uh story he's a hardcore gamer working for the yakuza and in particular he's a big fan of rpg games jrpg games i should say including dragon quest which gets mentioned so much in this game i was really surprised that you know i mean sega has worked with capcom before and other companies before but you, you guys don't understand when I grew up with gaming and other companies like Pepsi, never mentioned Coke, Nintendo, never mentioned Sega, NWA, National Wrestling Alliance, never mentioned World Wrestling Federation. It was a custom. It was a standard practice not to mention your competition in any way. It still, it still amazes me and surprises me to see a group like Sega 
mention somebody like Capcom, but then again, I'm also, I've also played many of Sonic and uh, Mario <laughs> Olympic games as well, and played uh, Project X Zone, uh, Project Cross Zone, I believe, and then played Smash Brothers. So I'm, we've come a long way and also played Capcom versus SNK. You know, we come a long way for this stuff and this type of unity is great business for everybody and, and, and the fanfare is just awesome. So I love that they paid um, homage to um, Dragon Quest in here. And, it, and they, it, it's not just mentioned just like one time, it's mentioned many a times in here. So much so that when Ichiban, uh, you know, is fighting his enemies, uh, turn-based style, he, he reimagines everything in turn-based style. But in his case, it's like Japanese strong style, where you allow an opponent to hit you in order to see how tough you are in taking their most powerful strikes. So you gotta have a threshold of pain in order to take it. If you watch, if you're a wrestling fan and you watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, or any Japanese um, Putoretsu wrestling over there, then you know that they have a different style of wrestling. It's not only just doing wrestling moves or high flying moves or whatever, it's also being the toughest to be able to take every ounce of power that your opponent has. And that's kind of, I, I loved how Ichiban kind of explained that in the beginning of the, the game. And it, with his explanation, with how they wrote that, it, it really kind of justified the understanding of why turn-based is done and why he's doing it in particular. I can't speak for other turn-based RPG games, but it is what it is. On the other hand, we got the storyline for Judgment, which tells the story of a disgraced attorney named Takayuki Yagami, uh, which is on a path of redemption, constantly uh, reminded by of his past mistakes as a lawyer. And in particular, if you don't know, basically, he process he uh, he helped a man um, be proven innocent, only for that man to go on and kill his girlfriend. So, if it's one of those situations like ah, this is a part of a lawyer that's hard. You know, you help the guy, you help the guy that you believe that was innocent, and then he does something to prove you wrong and now you're kind of the biggest disgrace because you allowed him to be freed it's a really interesting story dynamic here yagami uh decides to become a private detective in order to find his way into the underground crime network which may be involved in a string of horrific murders um he's also in uh, in process of looking for this killer who's not only killing people, but they're gouging. He's gouging out their eyes as like a calling card, and he's known as the mole. So he's also trying to, you know, find this guy too as well. Uh, I want to note that uh, Yagami is also a highly skilled martial artist, mastering the tiger and crane style, which is one of the most awesome aspects of this game. This is a contrast from other main characters like Ichiban uh, Kasuga uh, and veteran character Kazuma Kazuma um, Kiryu who are mostly like street fighters. So they're mostly like, you know, bare knuckle fighters. And, you know, they kick and punch, but not with finesse like Yagami does. And, you know, they use environmental attacks as well. Well, Yagami uses environmental attacks, but, you know, again, with finesse. So, uh, so he's like actually a highly skilled martial artist in this one. So that, that I thought that was awesome. So now I want to do main character comparisons here. You got Ichiban uh, Kasuga who is a loyal, as loyal can be, 
both in moral and in ethics. Like, although he is a member of the uh, Arakawa family of Yakuza, he also imagines himself as a hero. So there are times, and he, he grew up as an orphan, and Arakawa uh, actually took him in and raised him, you know, after that. And that's why the, the, the heartbreak of, you know, his, his father figure turning on him in such a way it's just it's really interesting and especially when it is a guy who took his he who sacrifices pinky for him you know that to me that's the yakuza is a very interesting culture subculture i can tell you that um so i mean there are times where he would allow his moral judgment to determine the, his actions involving family business but also making sure it is it didn't result in dishonoring the family so he would find loopholes in his actions all throughout his fandom for rpg games is what makes this character stand out from other character for other main protagonists in the yakuza series um it is because of that which it, it, which is um which is why he comes off a little bit lighthearted and innocent despite his hard exterior he has a heart and that's kind of the awesome part of this um of this series and why i, I actually enjoy playing this game and playing as him um then you have in comparison takayuki yagami and this protagonist is a stark contrast from ichiban or even kiryu in that he is a slender shape slender in shape faster and more agile uh, in body form um whereas the other ones are kind of like tall and tall and lanky and bulk and you know just your average yakuza well yagami is not a yakuza member even though he has ties with certain families in that area um his personality also differs from the two yakuza members as well and that he's calm he's cool he's collective and a hint of swagger as well he never seems to be faced by much or it doesn't show it either uh even when facing the craziest of situations including defusing bombs throughout the city or even worse the only time he actually gets phased is when they bring up that that um that case that court case that he did that led to that murder his uh client murdering his girlfriend i mean that was, that's the only thing that, that really stunts him um but he still never gets emotional about that he's just really cool he reminds me of the character han from fast and the furious in a sense not exactly but he has that that calm cool swagger type of persona with him as well so i mean I, I, honestly when it comes to like who do i like best i like both of them i like both of them in their own way they, they both are really great characters in their own way and not one more than the other in that sense so I, I really i really enjoy that um other side character comparisons yakuza like a dragon you got koichi uh, adachi who's the former cop that uh decided to leave because it what i loved about his character i loved this character because he is a cop who saw that there was a lot of dirty unethical things going on in the precinct and he decided to quit take a note america <laughs> just all i'm gonna say about that i koichi adachi is one of my favorite heroes of this group because of his backstory uh you got nambu who's a former nurse and yeah he's a homeless guy or at least we lead to believe that he's a homeless dude in here so you know he's also a uh interesting character i, I consider him the krillin of the group you know kind of the somewhat brave but like weakest guy in the group as well then you got um uh, saeko uh makota 
who is the host who's a hostess who fell into a situation involving her sister if you want to really put comparison she's kind of boma <laughs> she is the boma of this bunch so that will make koichi possibly maybe piccolo if at best so you have that and then in judgment you got um masahudo uh kaito who's his partner former yakuza member that he actually helped saved his not only his pinky but his um his dignity and there's a lot going on with that situation as well you got uh ryuzu ryuzo uh genda who's the lawyer and owner of genda law uh, office as well he's the, like the he's the other father figure he's 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 kind of yagami's father figure in a sense in here too because he he took him under his wing much like uh orikawa did with um ichiban but he didn't screw ichiban over at least not yet <laughs> no spoilers here um kazuya uh ayabi he's a uh cricket cop that comes by every once in a while and provides information for um yagami and the gang and you got Marufuya, uh, Marufuya Fuji, who's a friend and prosecutor and maybe love interest as well. So uh, even though Judgment has a little bit, I mean, I mean, yeah, they have, they got some other really interesting characters in here as well, side characters. Um, I think because of the involvement of the uh, Like a Dragon side characters, I like them better. They have a lot more background and more personality and backstory in here. So you're able to be more uh, invested in their situation than these other guys who just, you only see every so often. They don't hang around you. They, you only see them when you go to their office or whatever like that. Whereas Koichi, Namba, and uh, Sayoko, you see, um, Sayoko, well, you only see, you see all the time. They, they have conversations all the time. So they are very well invested into the gameplay and your game experience there. So I'm, I'm going to lead on to Like a Dragon on that case. Um, I also want to note, I mentioned Juris Takei playing uh, Masumi uh, Arakawa. We also have Alter Carbon star uh, Will Young Lee as uh, Masato uh, Arakawa. And he is playing a very, this is a very interesting character. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's going to be some really interesting twists and turns with that character. Um, he plays his sick and withered son to uh, Masami. And it, things get crazy uh, as you go along in the process of this game as well. So um, along with that, we have fan favorites as like uh, Kaiji Tang as Ichiban uh, Kasuga. Great voice. Love his voice. Um, just awesome voice for this show, for this uh, game. <laughs> it is very episodic. Um, and notably, notably, and I, I do want to, on the judgment side, you got Steve Bloom as well. A uh, man who I had the pleasure of, um, you know, interviewing on my platform. You've heard of him on this platform before. Uh, he's just the one and only, as well as, speaking of notably and significantly, Fred Tatashore, who plays characters in both games. Fred plays the role of uh, Toshio Arakawa in Yakuza Like a Dragon. He's the character at the very beginning. And as well as Kyohei uh, Hamura in Judgment. And, and that character, man, he's a force. This dude, he is no joke. He's he's a hardcore Yakuza uh, boss. I Man, you, you will hate the hell out of this dude, but you also fear him. <laughs> he's damn near Wilson Fisk level 
in this game. Uh, but yeah, you know, having Fred Tattashore lend his voice in here, you heard him at the beginning of the show, of course. Whenever Fred Tattashore is in a game that I'm reviewing, I'm always going to play that sound, that uh, liner and soundbite with him and uh, Charlie Chung, who I had the pleasure of hosting the um, when we actually had live panels <laughs> and Keystone Comic Con. God, I, I look forward to going to a con again. I, I just, just a side note. I, I, I'm patient, but I, it's going to be such a glorious time when we all will be able to go back to uh, conventions again. It's just, we need it. We need it badly. So, I digress. Let's go into gameplay comparisons here. Uh, here we have two different gameplay uh, styles that work tremendously. On both of them. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is your traditional JRPG uh, game style or Japanese role-playing game style uh, game. Yet, it is very in a very comedic way this is a this game is like the yakuza series is known for wackiness at subtle wackiness not like a dragon this thing is completely like it has a serious times it has a really serious tone you know the the main storyline is really but in between all of that is just nothing but comedy just adult swim crazy comedy <laughs> like this should this 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 game is not for kids at all this game is not for kids i will stress this out now there are some weapons and objects that you will have to explain to your kids um that may also be in your drawer i'll just leave it at that hidden hidden in your drawer it may require double a triple a or even c batteries so <laughs> I will just leave it at that there. Um, my disdain for turn-based style games has diluted with this game. Thanks to the wanty, I'm sorry, the wanty, the wacky antics of this game uh, provides. Like Yakuza is known for its weird and wacky moments, but they turn the volume up here majorly. When in, when in turn-based combat mode, all characters change into weird, funny, and eccentric characters that I couldn't even justify describing on this platform you got to see it for yourself um if i can make any comparison to how over the top this game is overall i would compare it to that of saint rose 3 or just any of the saint rose games for that matter if you play saint rose before in particular saint rose 3 which is just off the off just like off out of pocket and off the wall you understand where you're going with this here uh it, it's, it's just incredible it's like this is literally adult swim level comedy uh your character on the other hand can also play wacky in wild personas based on the jobs that you acquire the jobs you choose determine which special skills you acquire as well the skills are both impactful and hilarious uh, again i would describe one of them but this is i like to make this a kid's show <laughs> not a kid's show but a family friendly show at, 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 at as best as it could possibly can so i will chill off of that <laughs> but just know that there's some dealt base objects in the game that i would strongly recommend you not let your kid play unless they're old enough or unless you're ready to tell them and explain to them certain parts of life so <laughs> But that's always been a lot of the Yakuza games too. I remember um was it Yakuza 6 when Kiryu was going into the internet room to, you know, and the internet first became a thing. Um and this was in the 90s because that's when it was based on and he went in and started doing you know kind of um you know kind of a hub.com type of, you know, website. And I just said hub fill in the blank. And and pretty much 
you know, there lies a sequence of things that happens within that scene as well. So this is common, but like a dragon takes it over the top. Um, they also honor, you know, it's just amazing. Yakuza like a dragon honors this in its own way. Um, providing also summons summons in the form of a app called Palmage, which is a playoff of postmates in every food delivery app you could possibly think of that's that it this one in particular allows you to hire someone to help balance the scale in battle uh you gain a new Palmates member through side missions or whatnot and it's just the introduction of them is awesome i i do want to point out i didn't write this in my notes but there is a significant amount of black people living in Japan, and I don't know if this is really a thing, but if it is, I am even more excited to want to go to Japan now. <laughs> I know there are a couple of brothers over there that are like doing their thing in, in terms of animation and all that, but, and I know Mega Ran, you know, our very own Mega Ran goes over there and tours every once in a while. I didn't realize it was like that. It's, things have changed. Like, I've always, my dream is like to go there and never come back. So. <laughs> I think that's really part of the reason why I don't go there yet. Because <laughs> I just, I think I'm, I literally would just drift off. <laughs> Especially nowadays. So it's awesome. But Palmates is actually interesting. Each Palmates character provides a different ability and fee uh, that you are, because you can't get them for cheap. Yes, in order to use them, you're going to have to pay up. So it's, it's really great how they use a lot of reality and bring it into fantasy. So like, even though it's not a realistic, a, a actual role-playing fantasy experience, they kind of intertwine realistic aspects and make it and, 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 and kind of assimilate it into what could be a RPG experience in, in, in such a clever way. And I think that's part of the reason why a lot of people rated this game so highly, you know, as opposed to previous, um, yakuza games that has come out which is I, I i honestly i still don't understand why a lot of the games prior to have not come out but i think it's the creative aspect of what they did here was really awesome and, and it's just really great um again i could not i can explain one of the palmate summons can do all right i will I, I i would like to say it doesn't do it justice but i'll give it a try one of the first ones that you do, one of the most powerful summons that you could do, you actually hire this huge bulk like black dude, diesel as hell, like swole. He comes down. He got, you know how you wear the hawk gloves? The hawk, you know, the, the big hawk foam gloves? Well, this fool has two maces, two, two spike maces for hands. And he's just nothing doing up like throwing haymakers and overhand rights at everybody. And it, what it does, the effect of it, it rather knocks weak foes out or stuns other foes, which give you the advantage to be able to get, uh, a, you know, ahead of the game on them. So, you know, you have that. It's like about 10,000 yen to hire this person to do it. And you can only do it at least about like one or two times before he, um, you get rehires back. Another one is based on a fetish, um, a baby fetish. It's a long story with that one, but you know, there's just so many different ways. Another one is a, ch uh, like a chicken who gives you energy back. It's kind of the quote unquote chocoboo, uh, chocoboo type of, you know, uh, summon. And then there's another one where it involves a lobster that attacks you. With a whole bunch of other lobsters it's like i said it's that it's it's adult swim saint rose wacky <laughs> um weapons you choose 
like I said, range from funny to edgy and adult oriented in this thing. So it's, it's really, it's hilarious. Judgment, on the other hand, uh, provides a traditional action RPG style that fans have grown accustomed to in the Yakuza series. However, the combat system for Yagami feels much more free and fluid that uh that's you know that previous yakuza games uh mostly it didn't have due to the character's fight style uh like i said like when you play as kiryu or if, even if you play as uh ichiban they're street fighters so there's a limited amount of what they could do it's like almost a ballet tudo or anything goes type of style but there is a certain finesse and fluidity within yagami's style that allows him to be able to take out multiple enemies with the best of st like stylistically so yagami also has the ability to do wall jumps wall jump moves and that will allow you to perform even cooler kicks like for instance if you if you look at if you haven't seen this game go on go online to see this game but if you also i have i one of my um latest promos has both games in their in their fighting modes and all that stuff i i forgot to add too with um when it comes to like a dragon they also have uh tag team moves which are also cool and it allows all your characters that are available to uh you know combine all their power all their powers together to you know take out enemies much quicker in there too so you had that but um yagami you know he's i i love playing him because it was like playing another yakuza inspired game that the comp that sega and um the company has made and that was fist of the north star so you got kind of that mixed with it as well and um i i i really really enjoy yagami on so many levels in this uh, game so also traditionally in the yakuza's universe you your character has the ability to pull off ex moves when your ex gauge is filled these moves are some of the most flashiest and devastating moves in any yakuza game uh allowing you to pull off moves that will take multiple enemies out or one major impact move like the leapfrog uh destruction was what they call which is basically a front flip ddt something that you probably see in new japan pro wrestling and um he pulls it off here with ease you you also earn and learn these moves by gaining sp or skills points throughout the game the leveling of uh, judgment to me is much better than like a dragon in this case and i think this is where they shine on this point from clearing missions and side missions to building friendships and with people in the city or playing mini games and and more um judgment makes it easy to for you to gain skills and process the game experience in a qu much quicker fashion um this makes the game much more fun and intuitive when playing through uh that doesn't drag it out and that was something that was to me what was missing from like a dragon both games do i want to know both games do provide the ability of um using environmental attacks which is another tradition to the yakuza universe as well you got side missions of both of them and they both contrast in that nudity as well uh both games give you know both games give uh some fun side missions yet both are different in terms of the feel and the character development yakuza like a dragon maintains its wackiness while judgment provides a more subtle intricate and observational feel uh judgment 
has its own comical moments but the focus more of the game is a is brought with a more serious tone due to its murder mystery thriller noir type of theme uh like a dragon however also focuses on traditional style rpg style quests that you would be accustomed to on that genre uh the theme of judgment relies on using critical thinking and this is the part i think i was more invested in this game side missions than than like a dragon because they this capitalizes on something i like doing a lot and that's using critical thinking that is thinking ahead that is thinking outside of the box and being very observant in what's going on in your surroundings this is where judgment uh falls with me uh, well not falls this is where it actually goes good with me i should say um the theme of judgment relies on critical thinking to figure out the case at hand giving you the a variety of different gameplay styles uh in the form of investigation mode to seek uh key evidence like think similar to that of um ace attorney phoenix wright uh basically it's a side mission that uh they also have side missions that have you staking out suspects using a drone uh that you can modify throughout the game as well as a stealth mini game that has you following someone discreetly as a, as if as a private eye detective would do with the idea that making sure that you don't get caught so it's basically a stealth mode it's a stealth side mission but it's, it's done in such a great way it's done in such a cool way that they um that they have you do it's like basically you have certain areas you can follow them from a distance if you get too close you get caught if you follow them in a distance go at a slow pace you won't be caught but every once in a while you're the person you're telling is going to turn around there are certain markers that you can go to to hide you got to get to them before a certain time if you don't your gauge above is going to raise really high and if it gets to a high you're going to be noticed they give you an opportunity to make sure that you can find a hiding place to go you can find a hiding place or you could just go farther distance away from and do this but basically you're going to have to catch up with them if you go around the corner and you lose sight of them you have a, a matter of 30 seconds to find them in, in there too so it, it's it's cool it's, it it leaves some suspense and everything and it, it really grabs you into the you know the uh the detective noir type type of game i really enjoyed that the theme of judgment's gameplay relies on critical thinking utilizing your observational skills to figure out you know the case at hand so basically um all of this gives gamers a totally different way of playing uh the game in the yakuza universe because you've never done with yagami is done in any video games before i think it, what they did was awesome adding the ace attorney um the ace attorney phoenix right type of gameplay and style too really awesome especially you know there are times when he will be in court cases there are times and they do have those same options and that, that same type of system in there you know it's not heavily noticeable as it is on a phoenix right game because they totally heavily utilize that aspect on, on a phoenix right game but to this it's a mini game that kind of really like like a dragon does with dragon quest just kind of pays a little bit of homage or homage to um to that of the phoenix right games and i do want to note that they do actually do pay homage to uh phoenix right and it didn't go under the radar with people because there's a side mission where yagami as you know in the court in, in actual um in the law office with his uh peers and they're having this little case as to who took the uh, the cake so they have this 
makeshift court case and they're defending and prosecuting each other. And in the midst of this, one of the employees there, the staff there, shouts out objection in the same fashion that Phoenix Wright would. And they, they kind of make a light joke out of it. it. You know, a wink, wink type of joke out of it. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Judgment also has the classic QTE, quick time event mini games, including chasing enemies and objects or sometimes sequences uh, within storytelling. So um, that's also back. That is not exactly in the like a dragon story it 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 falls prey to and that mostly is because a lot of the turn-based aspect uh, you know requires you to do some quick time event you know uh action too but not in the way that it does on here like on judgment it is the traditional way that you would play any yakuza game uh with the exception of like a dragon so you know or shinmu for that matter because shinmu was one it was the original on that new uh, let's talk presentation presentation also uh, although as far as presentation go although both games are set in the same area and is using the legendary dragon engine created and evolved by ryuga gotogo uh, gotoku uh studios the two games are visually different in terms of the color tone shading and ambiance like like a dragon for instance looks uh look, the look of like a dragon provides more clarity and definition with bright color tones and light settings that fits well in the 4k resolution unit uh settings of you know the uh playstation pro uh ps4 pros and the ps5 and it's funny thing because i don't think that the ps5 version of like a dragon has even come out yet so i don't i have no idea what that's going to look like when it finally arrives but um they will have an upgradable version coming soon Hopefully, it would allow you to keep all your saved data as well. Uh, Judgment, however, has a dramatic modern noir feel to it, which includes deeper and darker color tones, uh, especially at night. Uh, the shading, uh, uh, shading to give you a more subtle blur effect and lighting and shadow effects that gives you a slight gothic appeal as well. Both games consist of an open world Japan full of places that you can um, visit and interact with. Uh, but traditional to the to the universe of Yakuza, game halls with all games and uh, titles from Sega's best, including Virtual Fighter games, which of course is a Yu Suzuki legendary title as well. So, uh, if I have any negatives about any of the games, if I would give a negative to any other two games, it would be the leveling system of Like a Dragon, which does tend to drag in process of uh, in, um, in process and growth after a certain time um, it also play it also it, it also does some of the things I hate about turn-based games as well if um, which is kind of the unbalancing it feels to me to me because I'm not an avid role-playing role-playing game uh, fan like that or a turn-based role-playing game I should specify that it feels unbalanced at times like the I can't I don't know about any of you who have played this game but the AI can be pretty stiff even if you are on the same level your attacks appear to be like more than a match for regular characters who are in the same level as you but if you play against a boss character oh do they hike it up <laughs> so like if that character is in in the same level as you are you will find yourself frustrated at times as the boss characters that you face may 
come off a bit stronger than you and their attacks will take a lot more hp out of you and that, like even if you like your strongest attack on the same level against the same against a character of the same level does nothing and I get the dramatic part of why they did that, but it's still, it makes for a frustrating experience sometimes. Like I, I gotta go back, it, 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 they'll make you go back and have to level up even more to try to get over on this guy or, or the people that you're facing. And then some of them could be so drawn out. So that part to me was, wasn't kicking it. That is just for me. I'm sure people had a much better experience. I know there are JRPG uh, gamers out there who absolutely love this type of thing not for me i'm a consider me a casual at best but doesn't take away from the fact that i i enjoy this game immensely um what's even worse though is that because it's a turn-based system and not the action-based uh system that you are really you know accustomed to you have to really strategize how you will keep ichiban and the others um you know characters alive like the other characters can go out and you can revive them if Ichiban goes out because he's the main character your entire game is done and if you want to go back it's going to cost you and then he, which what i hate about this that's the part i really hate the most is that they will give you a chance to continue the battle but when you no matter what decision that you make you'll still go back having to like start the whole entire experience over not like if like one option could possibly be if you had one game if you had one option that allows you to continue or to cost you some of your your currency your yen but then he would still be at the lower level still give you a chance to completely you know to completely take him out no it's not like that it's like both of them you still got to play that entire boss battle over again it just it I, I don't understand why they did that it makes no sense um even on its easiest setting it remains a challenge which is if you're a newbie or a casual fan like myself it you know it may result in you taking a break from for a game uh and focus on the other and i think that's why i ended up playing uh judgment because i finally ended up buying judgment uh, because it was on sale and as i was playing like a dragon you know i was like okay after i played like a dragon I'll go and play judgment but there were times i was so frustrated with that with the game that i decided to take a break and come back to it and go to judgment and then find out that judgment is a hell of a really fun game to play at different at different aspect as towards with like a dragon but then i go back to like a dragon and invest in it more and you know get through that certain level so i mean it didn't it's not a big takeaway but it's something that has always hindered me from really enjoying a turn-based rpg games and that's not all one because like i said my favorite of all time is is uh fairy tale right now like i said what they did with that was so much fun i really really enjoyed that i wish a lot of games were like that and i got a feeling that game is never going to get the credit it deserves in terms of like how a fun art you know turn-based rpg could be this is where judgment strides for me as you can have a, a better much better chance of beating even a strongest opponent without the need to sit and wait to be attacked for for them to attack you first which is one of my biggest peeves about turn-based games but like i said ichiban at the beginning of the game for this game explained why that is and why he does it and it made all sense in the world judgment's fast-paced combat however gives you gives players 
a real world way of fighting enemies who are trying to kill you in every direction and they're not going to give you a chance to hit them back so you have that if um if i have any negative about judgment it's a minor one like when it comes to the lack of auto scroll which uh helps with the long and drawn out dialogue that have a t you know that may have you tediously pushing a button to progress through um something that like a yakuza like a dragon thankfully thankfully has and maybe the uh, result of the studio feeling that you know their future titles will be best suited for that uh option if you will so i mean that's the only minor thing that i would say about you know judgment in that case so overall in terms of character uh i'm, I'm sorry in terms of story character development performance graphics and overall look and style both games are a tie they are both a tie. Yakuza Like a Dragon and Judgment are tremendous games with stories and characters who are easy to be immersed and invested in and like. Um, and characters that you could easily hate too, in a good way as well. And I'm talking mostly the antagonist in the game. The antagonists in the game are great. And I don't know, I, and I like the, some of the antagonists in the past, but it, the addition of some of our favorite voice actors and you know and, and other performers in this in the series and it's finally coming into english dub i think played a major factor for my gameplay experience like one of my, my out of all the yakuza games yakuza 6 is still my favorite and it's not just the fact that a lot of the new japan pro wrestling characters are in that game it legitimate it legitimately was one of the best of the six that they've done it, they did a tremendous job with that um but also adding the actual new japan pro wrestling characters in there did help <laughs> with that as well um both games you uh both give you great balance of intense drama funny moments and action to satisfy fans of each genre of gameplay uh as far as the grade is concerned i will equally give both of them separately a solid a uh they both were just really well done i wish judgment i know there was some controversy with judgment in japan um a while back but uh i would definitely go out and just say like and, and the controversy had a lot to do with basically um an actor that uh unfortunately uh he was arrested i think for drug charges or uh, some uh something of sorts um who was this who was the name of this guy pierre taki uh who was originally in the game he was taken out and he was the original guy that was going to be playing kiyohi uh hamura like for those who don't know like the actual faces of the characters in the judgment game are actual real actors real famous actors in um in japan they're well-known a-list actors in japan um but they use the likeness of these guys to to play in this game meanwhile in america we get the american voices of those characters in japan those actors are actually in there they had to replace pierre taki uh, in there because he was arrested for narcotics uh you know and 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 that's a in japan that's a heavy heavy deal like even if it's i think if it's marijuana or whatever like that it's against the law in japan and he was arrested for it and i think the charges are huge over there um actually oh nope it was for cocaine charges uh cocaine possession so yeah there you have it that that's the deal with that so they had to replace him 
they had to replace him, unfortunately, in the game. They replaced him with another actor who, and they did so, and I, let me tell you, they did this very quickly. I remember hearing about this and it became a big deal in Japan. And they they managed to change, it, it was it's a testament of like, if you wanna add something to a game, you absolutely can do it and do it quick fashion so they quickly made sure that he got him out there and they took him out they added another actor in it was that was that so if i would say if i had to pick one of the two as the best game for me i will without a doubt definitely lean towards judgment because of it's fast-paced combat system that makes it so much more fun and action-packed to play um as my overall experience it, and it's a more player-friendly feel with it too the leveling uh of the game is really well done you could easily gain uh, you could gain sp skills points easily to get more moves and techniques and everything going on in the game the story is just as good as like a drag like everything matches up but when it comes down to it what makes it different for me is the the way you play the game and I, as a fan of action based games and how they put this together i absolutely enjoyed it i love yagami i love ichiban as well but it just that that alone was just the one thing that kept it off and that was just the only one thing because everything else equally great stories equally great characters equally great uh visuals and graphics just all great in their own way the dragon engine still is one of the best out there and you know for that they both get an a on that note but judgment for me wins the versus battle on this case so there you have it folks that was my first versus review i hope you enjoyed it and that will do it for this edition of select start uh it is officially 11 o'clock here in philadelphia in the us of a and after i finish this and putting this all up and as you hear it if you're listening to this now that means i've already watched the brand new episode of wandavision which is out today and i will be talking about that on this sunday along with the my thoughts on the first episode of the new batwoman and there's a there's quite a bit to talk about that i didn't know how they were going to come off with that but um i was very surprised very very surprised so we'll talk about that first episode and what i thought about it as well um then what we're really going to do speaking of batman we're going to maintain the bat situation there because we are going to be talking about the latest batman movie animated movie that came out soul of the dragon which is a batman series based on the 70s uh michael Jai white i believe is in there as bengal tiger he's re reprising that role in animated form as well i believe so we're gonna definitely talk about that and give my thoughts on that as well and much much more so folks thank you so very much of course as always keep supporting the show thank you uh look this is 2021 i'm looking and hoping for greater things for not only this show not only for the acmg fans the a the acmg members of the facebook group but just everybody in general whatever you thought whatever you did whatever you philosophy you go i just want us to all live happily and then we got to do this together after everything that we went through it's nothing else it's now or never now forever so let's do it part of it if you can do it i would like for you to let people know about this show i would like for you to rate the show on apple podcast or any place where you can rate this show that is available on including spotify iHeartRadio, apple podcast google podcast stitcher radio Podbean, tune in audible pandora and pocket cast any one of those places that you listen to this show please let us know what you think of this show 
let us know what you think keep the support going we get new listeners every single day we get new downloads every day we just achieved over fifteen thousand on Podbean. so you know shout out to them for that um it's just been an awesome experience and i'm looking forward to doing much more with this show and we got some people scheduled to come on this show i'm working on it heavily so stay tuned because you never know who's going to turn up on this show but i do <laughs> and uh we're going to try to keep moving and keep it going as as much as we can here so um and of course talktimelive.com you can always check out all of our episodes there you can check out some special articles every once in a while um the content is always fresh and great you can always see the great graphic uh graphical content is there and if you want to listen to some of the interviews fit over 50 interviews with some of the best of your favorite fandoms including anime comics movies and games are all there on talktimelive.com forward slash exclusive or if you just go to talktimelive.com you'll see the tab that says exclusive you tap on that you can definitely check out all of our exclusive interviews with some of the best including recently i up the video version of myself hosting the panel the virtual panel for the cast of naruto shippuden Go out of your way to check that out. You can check out all the other interviews as well and much more to come. So folks, thank you so very much. Stay tuned for this Sunday and much, much more. But for now, please stay safe and let's keep it going. We still got a pandemic out there. We still are slowly progressing to better things. Let's all do it together and fight for it and work for it together. So folks, that will do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things, anime, comics, movies, and games, and each other. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care. Be blessed. Have a great one. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.